This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 It's the Kevin and Bean Show on the world-famous K-Rock. It is Wednesday, December 18th. It's Muggs and I, just two elves working through the holiday season. And that means it's time for What's Happening. Yeah! Um, you know, it's coming up on the end of the year. We're about to hit Christmas, and then that means we'll get into New Year's. And you know what that means. What that means. They came to party, and they were disappointed. Uh, it's almost time for Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Love it. Uh, as you know, that aptly named, very short, it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest 2020 is putting together its schedule for performers, and they just added a big name. Who it? It who, is. Who it is? It is the King of the Crocs, Post Malone. Wow. Uh, he is joining an already star-studded lineup in New York City for the annual countdown to the new year, as BTS and Sam Hunt were already announced, alongside Alanis Morissette, who will be performing for the first time with the cast of her new hit Broadway musical, Jagged Little Pill. Do you watch those, Jensen? No. Who do you think I am? What do you do on New Year's Eve? Normally, go to sleep at 9.30. I don't know what else I would do. I go to bed at the normal time. I usually go to bed. I, some, at some point, I wake up and wish my family a happy new year. We all wake up. Oh, happy new year, happy new year. Go back to bed. Wow. Uh, yeah. What do, you, do you go out and party? Yeah, I'll go out and party. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll watch those sometimes if I'm at home. Right. And they are lackluster, let me tell you. Well, we do know how the countdown sounds. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's count it down. 20, 19, 16, 17, uh, 9, 12, 10, 4, 14. Happy New Year! 7, oh, yeah. 6, 8, 11, 11, 18, 11, 5, oh. 3, 2, 20. Happy New right. Year! Okay. Thank you, thank you, that Dick. That was a confusing thank, countdown. Thank you, Dick. Uh, Ryan Seacrest is now the master of ceremonies since Dick Clark is in heaven. Uh, it's in Times Square, as you know. Sierra will be hosting the West Coast edition of the show, which will feature performances by Dua Lipa and Dan and Shay, Paul Abdul, K-Rock artist Shade, Megan the Stallion. And Billy Porter will host a countdown in New Orleans, which will have Cheryl Crow and Usher, as well as a special performance by the Jonas Brothers beamed in from Miami, Florida. That's actually kind of a decent lineup. Yeah, that's pretty good. All good people. Uh, but yeah, Dick Clark, get it cracking. Uh, when it comes to eating fast food, real estate agent Mark Mendenhall has upped the ante. Mugs, I'm nervous this guy is coming after your crown. What is he doing? He's from San Diego, and he claims he's been eating Chick-fil-A? each day and has earned the nickname Mayor of Chick-fil-A? from the employees of his local Chick-fil-A. He reportedly has set a brand new record for eating for the most consecutive days in a row. You ready? Yeah. Do you want to guess how many? I'm going to go ahead. I was kind of shocked. I'm going to go ahead and say over a year. So 540 days. See, now that's what I would also think. I would immediately think to myself, oh, he's got to do over a year. Destiny, do you have any uh, guess here? Let's say 600. Okay. He made the record with 114. 
114 days. That's not that many days. I mean, how many days have you eaten something consecutively, Muggs? Three. What was that? Sugarfish. (laughs) (laughs) Such an expensive decision. I know. Uh, Previously, a person from Georgia uh, reportedly visited the chain 100 times in a row. Sadly, Chick-fil-A cannot confirm this record as they don't keep track of this stupid stuff. So it's almost a record just for his own mind. Uh, Mendenhall completed the feat in order to raise money for charity. So that's nice. But he says his wife was not thrilled about the goal for good reason. What item was it? Was it the same? Was it just a Chick-fil-A sandwich? Uh, He gets the sandwich. Yeah, he gets basically the normal sandwich. I mean, they are good. They are very good. I mean, they are. Even when they hated people, (laughs) I was like, this chicken is too good to say no. But it is the perfect restaurant to do this with because they're closed Sunday, so you get a day off no matter what. Oh, that's right. So they, okay, so he didn't do it consecutive. Correct. Wow. It's a hundred, I mean, it's it's a real loophole. Wow. Lana Del Rey. She is a uh, K-Rock artist. Mm -hmm. We love her. Mm -hmm. She's come in here a couple times. She has made her relationship Instagram official. With Sean Sticks Larkin. Obviously. Uh, in addition to being a police officer in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Sticks is an analyst on the A&E Live PD show. Really? Yeah. How did they hook up? I I looked for that, couldn't find it. <laughs> He's a father of two, and they confirmed that they're dating. Uh, they were first found in a picture embracing and kissing uh, in Central Park uh, not that long ago, but now she posted it and put a heart and orange emojis Underneath their picture. Wow. Uh, she did discuss the photos during an interview with the Los Angeles Times. She said, it's funny. I was with someone for years and we never had this problem. So I guess she's, Sticks is bringing more attention. wonder why they call him Sticks. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's because when he was a kid, he played with Sticks. Oh, okay. yeah. Obviously. Uh, well, the thing is, he's a good cop. She says he gets it. He sees both sides of things. So she's making sure you know he's not like a piece of crap narc. I wonder if she was wa- I'm so intrigued by this. Like, I wonder if she was watching live PD and she goes, oh, Sean, Sticks Larkin. I like him. I like him. Well, Look. Zoe Deschanel's dating one of the property brothers. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good day to, to it's a good day to just be on a reality show. Is it the bearded one or the non bearded? The other one. The okay. non bearded one. Wow. Yeah. I gotta get me a reality show. I mean, I would hundred percent watch the Mugs <laughs> reality show, whether you're dating one of them or not. Uh okay, so here are birthdays. This is in my whole history with the Kevin and Bean show, there is no birthday list as impressive as this. Happy birthday to the biggest artists of 2019, Billie Eilish, Katie Holmes, Christina Aguilera, Keith Richards, Brad Pitt, Steven Spielberg, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Wow, and rapper extraordinaire DMX. What? Where my dog's at? (laughs) It was worth it. Uh, And that's what's going on. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. All right, I've been looking forward to this all day long today, Jensen. I just saw on the schedule... What's wrong with Haroldine? And I got very What's wrong with Haroldine? What's wrong with Haroldine? What's wrong with Haroldine on Kevin and Bean? I got very concerned because, uh, like all of us on the show, we've become very fond of your mother, yeah. and I, f- I feared that there was some uh, some some health issues. No, she's totally fine. Yeah, but okay. we're going to do an entire break on her health issues. <laughs> well, no, I no. just I was just nervous because I didn't have any context. Right, here. but uh, why does your mind always because go to the worst? When somebody says what's wrong with somebody, you usually think they've got some sort of drama. No, this is mental. This is oh, okay. <laughs> all right, it's totally different. You Fair missed enough. it. You missed it. But we were talking about how Ed Sheeran's mom appears to be keeping things from his career to eventually build a museum. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's crazy, but I said, funny enough, we went through my mom's storage unit recently, and the only thing she could tell me to make me even feel okay by the amount of things she kept from my life is that she's building a museum. My mom had multiple 
Like if I was mentioned in a newspaper, mm-hmm. she had five to six copies of that newspaper. The same newspaper, same, same news- article. Same one. She would pick a whole handful. She had every outfit I ever wore as a baby. Wow. Every toy I had as a baby. And then the one that I think made everyone most afraid of her was that she had all of my baby teeth still and I turned 40 uh, next month. Oh, my God. What is right? wrong with Harold Dean? That's what, that's what we're saying. <laughs> that's what we're asking. What's wrong with Harold Dean? Okay. <laughs> is my mom there? I'm here. Okay. So you have a lot to answer for. The, 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 the team here is very concerned about what I told them yesterday. First, explain that you had a storage unit and what you had in it. Well, I had a lot. Well, I had clothes that were designer clothes when he was a baby, and I saved them mm-hmm. for his baby one day. Listen, that sailor outfit better be on Adler at some point. The sailor it is outfit adorable. exists. We did keep that. Okay. We kept maybe Thank about. You, Allie. Thank no you. problem. It is darling. <laughs> we kept about five items. That okay. was one of them, Mom. Excellent. But let's let's get into the things that maybe aren't as obvious as maybe a designer's you know sailor but, suit. Let's start with the teeth, Haroldine. Well, you know, there, he, there's a, the tooth fairies around. You know that. But yeah. you know he's 40, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What were you going to do with them? <laughs> you know what? I had no idea. I put them in this little tube, and I saved them, and God knows what I was going to ever do with them. It's just I couldn't throw them out. I mean, it was just kind of weird. It was my only child, and he still is my only child. Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I just kept them. What about a nice necklace? No, please don't give her any ideas. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, wait, okay. Uh, is, it, is, is voodoo a possibility? Is anyone else thinking oh, that right now? I, I mean, oh. It's weird that you kept all my hair, too. Haroldine, <laughs> did, you, did you also save fingernail and toenail clippings? No, thank you. I did not. Okay. How about, oh, how about that? That's so condescending. How about, the, um, how about the circumcision? Did you save that? Oh, would you stop it now? We did it, right? We didn't keep that, right? No, you know okay. what I did do? The, you know the umbilical cord? cord? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was, well, I think I said this on a previous show. You would save that. It was an, I'm half yeah. Armenian, so it was like an Armenian tradition. You threw it underneath the house. Yeah. But we've moved and from that, that house. Was, so, But yeah, did yeah. you throw it underneath the house? She did. Uh-huh. Well, we, okay. we didn't have, you know, the house wasn't that old. It had a, 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 it had a foundation, so you couldn't okay. throw it under the house. I so I had his dad put it, throw it into the attic. Okay. 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 And so, then, some random person's attic yep. now. The D- oh my, my DNA has grown into another little boy that now lives in someone's attic. Oh, oh, mom climbed up there and ate it. That yeah. loves pinball. Okay, mom. Another one. Why did you have four or five of the same newspaper if I was mentioned? Well, because I thought that uh, you. <laughs> I don't know. What's wrong with Haroldine? I have no idea. Well, I mean, I can take a stab at that because usually what happens is the mom will buy several copies because they plan to cut it out and send it to family members around the country that wouldn't have seen it. Because around the country there are no no newspapers? No, pre-internet, though. If it's a a local paper, yeah. My mom could pretend that was her reason if she wants. I mean, depending on how long ago this stuff was, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to give you some, I'm giving you some cover here, Haroldine. I'm trying. Uh, Haroldine, my my parents saved a lot. They saved the first, you know, haircuts so they have the first little hair okay hold on yes hair? do you have that yes that's in his baby book yes. okay. okay what about report cards oh yeah oh yeah, we, yes, oh, yeah. okay yeah. well report cards how about just normal book reports what? Well, what i did save is a lot of his, his he did a lot of great reports so i saved them 
from elementary school and then on through, on through college. Oh my God. What's wrong with Haroldine? I told you yesterday okay. she had a, a she has a Christmas ornament that is half a pretzel, a normal pretzel, like uh-huh. a food pretzel, half a pretzel with a little bit of glitter on it. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is that? And she said, oh, you made that in second grade. Oh no, nursery God. school. Oh, nursery school, even worse. Nursery school. She said, oh, you made that in nursery school. It's that old of a pretzel and she has it yeah. on a tree. My mom has a paper that I wrote. It's the only one she has and it's called uh, What I Want to Do But They Won't Let Me. <laughs> and what is, what is the answer? It's just a long it's just list. A list. I was a kid. Right, was just you a were list. in college. <laughs> uh, but you know, Jensen, Jensen does not tell you about the things that he told me to get rid of that now I wish, now he wishes I would have saved. And oh. that was, there were two gorgeous, gorgeous, he was in grammar school, uh, overalls that were all airbrushed. One was Jessica Rabbit. Oh, my God. And one gosh. with his name on it. Oh. And they were stunning. Oh, I wish you would amazing. I was basically in another bad creation. I had, like, my That's name amazing. on another one, and then there was an American flag and one of the yeah. tiny tunes on one of them. Oh, yeah. You keep his teeth but got rid of those? He told me to, and also every single one of his jerseys for hockey. He had a hockey. He had every team's hockey jersey. And basketball. And basketball. It's a hip-hop oh thing. Oh, my gosh. And I got How rid of him. Yeah. How much do you think you have paid in storage fees Great over question. the last 40 years to save this junk that you'll never do anything with, Haroldine? $100,000. Uh, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. And it's it, junk. It is. I mean, it's sad that the realization at some point has to hit her that there's never going to be a Jensen Cart Museum. No, there's never. Did you have to come you to that realization? Do you know, well, the the one that broke my heart the most is I once asked him, I had all his trophies from Little League trophies. and every single <laughs> Those one Those are of his participation trophies. trophies. <laughs> hey, he was no, on a no. team. <laughs> so they, were also, they were also champions. Okay. So I told him, he goes, Mom, listen to me, okay? I don't want them. I don't. I said, but what about if you have a child one day and I can show him all these trophies? He goes, Mom, get rid of them. Do you know that I actually almost had tears in my eyes? I carried him to the trash in a box on my head like I was from another country. Why would you obey Jensen? Why would You're she the keep, mom. Uh, Kevin, why would she keep trophies? It's insane. Imagine being 10 years old and your grandma going, it's time to look at your dad's trophies. And she just puts them all out. This one's from the Pirates in 1985. And everybody always says the same thing, which is it's something you can show your kids. Your kids are not oh, going to want to see that. My ever. kids are going to hate me and yes. hate everything I've ever done. Yes. That's all. I need to know. I have to tell you, I do have some collectibles in my house mm-hmm. that I'm going to. I kept thinking my grandchildren would want them. I have come to the decision that Jensen didn't even want his trophies. So yeah. these, a grandchild of mine is not going to want these no, things. A- Adler, Adler doesn't want Correct. your Hummels or whatever you call them. <laughs> oh, do you have Hummels? Oh, my mother has Hummels. I oh. have a collection that are even antiques, and I have to get rid of them all. I, I don't collect them anymore. I haven't for years. Haroldine, so what if I, there's an earthquake? How will we talk to you on the phone about what happened to the Hummels? <laughs> That's like the first the only thing, thing newscasters ask. The only what thing. about your Hummel collection? Did you see those moves? <laughs> no, uh, well, Mom, I, I appreciate it. The, the one thing I do love about my mother is that she kept all those things because she clearly thought I was going to become a much bigger deal than I am. Yes. Aww. And I yes. appreciate it. And so it. It's now you. every day that you're reminded of that? Yes. I have to remember that her expectations <laughs> were that one day she would build a museum, and instead she paid $100,000 to store junk. If it helps at all, Haroldine, Jensen is a disappointment to all of us, Thank not you. just you. Thank you, Bean. Thank you. He is he is a big deal in my mind, and he always will be. Aww. Aww. That's sweet. But, that's very sweet, but Get rid of the teeth. Yes. I don't need them <laughs> but, anymore. But now I have Adler's. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> What's wrong with Haroldine? It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. K-R-O-Q. 
Uh, we were having a conversation about the best action movie of all time, and this is one of my favorite genres. Yeah. And Beer Mug, your pick for the best act, the single best yes. action movie we, yes. of I, all time. I want to address also, he had no hesitation. Right. It was almost like it was on the tip of his tongue. He wanted us to know that he thinks the greatest action movie of all time is. Ladies and gentlemen, 1990s one. What? Let me take that again. <laughs> it's a perfect oh, delivery. Ladies and gentlemen, 1991's action packed movie, <laughs> Point Break. Did you say point break? <laughs> I did say that point break. Silence is my favorite. But no. you guys, listen. But, but what you said was, I just want to make sure I understood. Yeah. Point break? Point uh-huh. break. Best action movie of that year. Uh, no, all time. Best action movie all, with the word point in the title. All time. So Raiders all, of the Lost Ark didn't exist. See, see, now, Casey on the finger on the button girl said she brought that up. That's like an action, that's an action adventure film. That's not really action. Just like guns. But let me let me just okay. let me let me. Aren't let me, they all that? Okay. Let me explain why. Let oh. me explain why. All right. So number one, it is directed by one of the greatest action female directors ever, well, Catherine she's Bigelow. Just a director. Just a director. Catherine Bigelow. She directed films such as The Hurt Locker, uh-huh. Zero loved, Dark Thirty. Loved, sure. loved both. And let me exp- let me read you the I, synopsis. I like both of those better. But go ahead. But let me read you the synopsis that was online real quick, so I could so I could break it down for you. All right. Here it is. Talking to us like we're idiots, by the way. After a string of bizarre bank robberies in Southern California, with the with the crooks donning masks of various former presidents, a federal agent played by Keanu Reeves also known as Johnny Utah, mm-hmm. infiltrates the suspected gang. But this is no ordinary group of robbers. They're surfers, led by the charismatic Bodie, played by Patrick Swayze, who are addicted to the rush of thievery. But when Utah falls in love with a female surfer, Tyler, played by Lori Petty, who is close to the gang, it complicates his sense of duty. You guys. We've, we've all seen it. We've all seen it. No, there's no, no revelation. And there. by the way, I think we all like it. Does Die Hard not exist? Anymore? It's great good. question. It's good. It's good. It's, good. it's one of the greatest movies of all time. It's good. Does Kill Bill Volume One not exist in your universe? Sure, that's fine. Does, Does the Dark Knight not exist? That was okay. The, the Fugitive. <gasps> the Dark Knight was okay. It was okay. John Wick. Guys, when you add bank robberies, surfing, okay, skydiving. Uh-huh. Gary Busey, for crying out loud. I mean, he's pretty Gary crazy. Busey, who uh-huh. maybe have one of the mo- all-time iconic lines that is even repeated to this day when you're ordering two of something. Utah, give me two. I mean, oh, yeah, that's the hottest line, man. Everyone on, so every quoted. Time. Are you the, telling me that that's an <laughs> iconic line? For, yes. for the record, I've seen Point Break five times. Didn't remember <laughs> that no line. Even that line. No, forgot it even existed. And Come on! Are you telling me you go up to somewhere and you're like, Utah, give me two. Every time... So- <laughs> that was a great, great music. Every time I order two of something, I always repeat that line. Now, the I end of the movie, you guys. Right now. This is ridiculous. The end of the movie, you guys. It, the, the, We've seen, seen the movie. I mean, first of all, we watched it. It opens up with, with action, okay? Right, we watched yes. oh, an it. action movie. Patrick Swayze and the three other surfers bust into the bank yes. wearing Ronald yes. Reagan masks. Yeah, yeah. Dick Nixon. Seen it. Say, Definitely. ladies and gentlemen, we are okay. the ex-presidents of the United out, States You're making of it worse. Now you're making it like a bad you movie. He's reenacting. Uh, and at the end, Keanu Reeves, Johnny Utah, is forced Reeves. to go in on a bank robbery with <laughs> the robbers. And it could jeopardize his Look, FBI career. We've he's a thousand percent wrong. Yeah. He's, a, no, he's so not. wrong. And yet he's sort of selling me with his enthusiasm. You know what? You know what I love, Kevin? What? The passion. The passion. Love the passion. Love the passion. Uh, right. The only way that's the best action movie of all time is if at the end Total Recall starts. Just starts another movie. <laughs> Happens at the end of Point Break. Uh, guys, I don't think you've seen this movie. Uh, I, I don't know. think you've we've seen it. We've all seen it. Yeah. I've seen Heat. 
I That's am. great, great, uh-huh. great movie. I've seen Speed. Okay. Speed great movie. Great, great movie. action movie. Uh, the mm-hmm. Rock is up there on I my list. I love The Rock. Uh-huh. And Con Air. Yeah, both Both movies. great Nick Cage uh, action movies. I'm, I'm going to assume you assume that Star Wars is a action adventure. Absolutely. It's an okay. action adventure. Okay. I'd even maybe throw that into sci-fi. But, yeah, but, but still action adventure, I, I think. Sure. I don't know if I'd throw Star Wars into things we're saying. Okay. You guys. It's you, very good. All listen, these are good. Patrick Swayze actually okay. did the skydiving in scenes. Right. Uh, you know what he, I'm going to say? I like Roadhouse Patrick Swayze more than I, I like oh, agree. Patrick uh, you Swayze. Know what I by the way, by the way. I like Dirty Dancing and, Patrick and Swayze And while you're better. talking about actors who do their own stunts, <laughs> yeah. any Mission Impossible uh, movie. You're right. right. Any Tom one Cruise, of them. Absolutely. Did Tom Cruise go skydiving? I think not. Did he surf? I think not. Did he do his own fight scenes? Maybe a couple times. Yeah, he hangs he from does. a helicopter. He jumps over rooftops. He broke a leg, like a real leg in a movie. He like he ate a man. Well, I don't know about. I didn't see that movie. Uh, All I'm saying, guys, is time stops. If I see this movie on TV, <laughs> I don't think he ate a man. By the way, <laughs> I don't think so. I was Why just saying. Say if that? I see this movie on TV, on uh, cable, whatever, I stop and I watch. I have it on VHS. I have it All on right. DVD. Okay. Can I, I give you my right. to my DVR? You know what? I don't even. This is. This will tell you something. Uh-huh. I don't even own it on Blu-ray. How dare oh, you? Wow. Jensen, I am a little shocked. I don't that. even own I'm it. I'm a little shocked. Can by I that. tell you mine? Yeah. yeah. Can it be three movies? Sure. Sure. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Thank you. That's a better, Jason that's a better action Bourne. movie. Better action movie. I think movie. the Bourne Ultimatum oh, is one of the greatest agreed. movies ever. That's my ever. pick. If I yes, had to pick number one, one Ultimatum is it. Agree, Kevin. Yeah. Guys, those one. all came out after Point Break. Point Break We're was a pioneer. We're not saying the best early one. Point Break was a pioneer <laughs> for action movies. Guys, <laughs> Catherine Bigelow in the chasing, in the uh, on the foot, on the foot chasing. On the she, foot chasing. On the foot chasing. Yeah, there's a foot chasing. She was a revolutionary. She used a 30, a strip down 35 millimeter camera for oh, that scene. I Listen to we keep... Mug Scorsese so over here. Wait, what, what year did this movie come out? 1991. So it, sure... was a, so it was a pioneer? Yes. So Die Hard in 1988 was what? Die Hard was okay. Oh, oh my God. Get the hell out. And you know what? I'm turning off your mic. I'm sorry. I'm turning off your mic. We're going to take some calls. Oh my God. He's going into other people's mics. I'm hiding my mic now. All right. Let's go to Daniel and Pico Rivera. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, everybody. How you guys doing? Well, not great. Not I mean, great at we the have time. A disgusting person on our staff. <laughs> oh, sure. So, best action movie of all time. Terminator Uno. Yeah, Terminator's great. Agreed. Better than Terminator's Point Break. Yeah. Great. And I'm going to say T2's better. One of the rare sequels yeah, yeah, that are better right. than originals. But either way, both better than Point Break. And by the way, Can again, I just make fun of mugs real quick. Please, yes. sure. Please, uh, you have all the time. Agent. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You know, Keanu Reeves, not his he best acting, but he was 21. Mm-hmm. He was 21 in that movie. Give him a, give him a break It here. was no River's We're, Edge, guys, Keanu Reeves. Was no. there ever... No way, dude. <laughs> what, was there ever a no live way, action Look, show? Look, I Daniel the last no word on that one. Yeah. All right, we need to take a break. Yeah. No more mugs, movie. though, right? No, no, no. more. Okay. No, we got to well, put it no down. No mugs. We'll take your calls coming up next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're talking about the best action movies of all time. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think... I guess I'm sort of surprised that some people think Muggs is right. But we got one uh, tweet from the 714 that says, what about any of the James Bond films, Agreed. guys? Mm-hmm. Any of the James Bond Agreed. films. Agreed. They're all great. Uh, from the 818, every Jackie Chan movie has more action than Point Break. Agreed. And they're just what? as bad. Adam says the uh, beer mug is an idiot. And well, I, that's true. I, I think we all yeah, agree on that. I'm that, picking though. the ones because there are a few people that said there's an 818. Muggs is totally right. Point Break is the goat. I have a valid point that I would like to make right oh, now. Oh, go ahead. Has there ever in the history of action movies, has there ever been a live show made from it? No. Thank you, Matsaklan. Are there's, you talking a, about the? I'm talking point about Point Break, Break Live. Yes. Okay. Th- that, yes. Th- that actually, if you've seen it, they kind of make fun uh, of the movie the whole time. Not only have I seen it, I was in it. Yeah. Thank you, Who'd you play? Who'd you play? Uh, who do you think? Who cares? Who's Utah? Listen, right. yes. you owe me a dollar. We bet beforehand. We, you owe me a dollar. That's a let's, valid point. Let's go to uh, Manny in Los Angeles. Good morning. Good morning. Hi there. Uh, the Matrix. Yeah. Great exactly. action movie. The, the Matrix. Matrix. Yes. The original Matrix is better than Point Break. Absolutely. Agreed. And what is that? Sci-fi yeah. mugs? You want to you clarify? Yeah, that's science uh, action. Science <laughs> <laughs> <Science> action? <laughs> that's not even a thing. Science um, all right, let's go to uh, Kevin in Washington, D.C., who's oh, streaming us right, right now. Hi, Kevin. Hey, good morning, guys. How good are you morning. Doing? So, uh, first off, I have to defend what is usually indefensible. I'm defending mugs on this. Oh, wow. Oh, that we're that losing the connection, I can't hear you, Kevin, all the way in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Let the man so speak. Utah, you, Utah Give Me Two is actually a thing. Uh, that's something that a lot of people say. Maybe it's because I'm around his age, and that's just our thing but mm-hmm. i don't know it's, it's popular but it's the just greatest your action thing movie of all time it's it, not it might be just my thing. not the greatest action uh, movie right <laughs> the greatest action movie of all time is hot fuzz okay i, I love, love it hot yeah, fuzz is great so the edgar wright movie Agreed. better than point break comedy action that's comedy action so right. he just puts every movie in Honestly, a different category it's than that's come action Whoa. What is Die I'm Hard? Sorry, is, it, is it Christmas action? See, if that has to be debated still, we don't even know what kind of a movie that is. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it an action movie? doesn't matter. It's oh, an action no. movie. It's an action movie Number either one, way. Who invited Bernie Sanders to the debate? <laughs> right, and who Listen, we got to split up K-Rock. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. Let's go to Gabe in Lakewood. Good morning, Gabe. Morning, fellas. Little... Okay, two movies starring Samuel Jackson. Okay. One being The Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, didn't see it. Which and... was good. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the second one stars... Samuel Jackson, Christian Slater, Brad Pitt, Val Kilmer, yeah. Gary Oldman, Dennis Hopper, and Christopher Walken, and Chris Penn. Oh, who's the catering crew on that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mugs butt in. Go ahead, Gabe. What's the name of it? True Romance. True yeah. Romance. You will say it's more of a romantic It is. It's a film. love action movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, a love action movie. And I would say movie. Hitman's no, Bodyguard. That, that is shoot him up, kick some ass movie. Agreed. Yeah, True Romance is incredible. Yeah, Thank you, Gabe. Um, Better than Point Break. Let's go to Ed in Los Angeles. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, guys. Hey, I've got to think of an epic action film. Okay. Gladiator. Yes. Gladiator. Gladiator is better than Point Break. I agreed. Does it have skydiving and surfing? Nope. I'm sorry, Allie. What was your comment? But those sandals, yo. Listen. (laughs) That's a great point. (laughs) Gladiator is a better better movie than Point Break. All right. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Brian in West Covina. Good morning. My suggestion is John Wick 3. That's hands down the goat. Yeah! 
Yeah. Yeah, I'd say John, any John Any Wick. of the John Wick movies mm-hmm. are better than Point Break. I agree. What's the common de- denominator with John Wick and Point Break? Hmm. Keanu Reeves. Have you seen River's yep. Edge? You putting that it's in the irrelevant. top movie? Come on, dude. Do you think, and I want to go to Ryan on line five, because I think maybe he's got a good point about nostalgia. Okay, Ryan, good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. Um, so when I was a kid, my sister and I wore out the VHS of uh, Point Break. Okay. So yeah. we loved it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But we also did the same thing with Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. <laughs> Which so, is a great movie. Okay. I'm, I'm, but I'm just saying. Dishes you know, are done, sometimes dude. Sometimes there's a loss of translation as you get older. I, I don't know. I, I mean, agree with you. So you, you, remember you would it? say probably not as good as you remember it. Right. That's pretty. That's my point. Exactly. Okay. Thank oh, you, Ryan. You watch it. Go ahead, Ryan, and watch it again. I'll, I'll watch it. I think I watched it last week. It's on my DVR. It's, I mean, I could access it anytime I want. Oh, it, humble it, brag. Wow. it holds up. I still get the we same. We get it. You have a DVR. I, I still get the same <laughs> sort of adrenaline rush I do from the first time I watched it. Okay. All right. Shut up. I do. All right. Uh, Ray, good morning. I have the best action movie of all time and it is the predator Predator. Yeah, that is great. Great, great movie. Great movie. Better, literally yeah. as well. Yeah. Better yeah. than Point Break. Yeah. yeah. It is. No, Predator is awesome. Uh-huh. But science action. It's not oh. science there's not, action. There's no such thing. There's no science. What's wrong with you? All right. Let's go to uh, John in Simi Valley. Hi. Hey, you know, I, I do have to honorable mention True Lies. Yeah, great movie. Great movie. Great movie. But I, I think Kevin, uh, earlier caller, touched upon, it. I think it's an age thing, whereas, you know, I, I got to stand by my, my Brohim mugs. No! Thank you, John. Wow. That is not where you so want to be. Point Break is the greatest action movie ever. Quintessential summer movie, Point Break. You, anytime it's on, you sit down. But we're not talking it, about it summer movies. We're old. talking yeah. about action movies. You can watch it any season you want. Same with every movie that is available <laughs> ever. All right, look, we have to end it here. It's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on the world-famous K-Rock 106.7. It's coming up on 7 a.m. Mugs, what did you ask for for Christmas this year? Did you ask for anything in particular? I need a new shower rack. That is so boring if that's your real <laughs> I answer. It. I really do. That's your true answer? I swear. I swear. My my old shower rack is very rusty. <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah, because... Mama Mugs always goes, I got to get you something. I'm like, Mama Mugs. I don't Mugs, need anything. I don't need anything. Right. Really, honestly, just please say, don't get me anything. Right. And then finally I said, Mom, I need a new shower. And you got, and that's the basics. <laughs> yeah. That's the socks of your bathroom. Right. Yeah, I get it. And you put all my shampoo and mm. all that good stuff. What about wow. you? Well, uh, I don't usually ask for anything similarly, but this year uh, there was like a couple t-shirts I wanted, some basics uh, and one pair of shoes. And leather pants. Well, clearly twice. <laughs> Let's get into what's happening. Um, Burger King. I mean, normally I would save this stuff for the fast food report. Yeah. But, you know, we're not doing it in a while. And this, I feel like people need to know. This is almost a public service on our end and on Burger King's end. I'm excited. A lot of people travel during the holidays and you find yourself in terrible situations waiting for a flight that's been stalled or, Damn. you know, backup or whatever it is. You're in the airport for a long time. Well, Burger King is running a new promotion called Delay Your Way. Oh. Anyone with a delayed flight during the busy holiday season can score a free Impossible Whopper sandwich 
through December 30th, 2019. So how do you claim it? Do you right. have to be in the airport? Well, very easy. In order to take advantage of the offer, travelers at any airport in the United States simply download the Burger King app and enter their delayed flight information into the screen. Once the flight information is entered, app users automatically receive a coupon for a free Impossible Whopper that could be redeemed at any Burger King location nationwide. Eat it. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. The offer is valid through December 30th. I think you have to uh, use the coupon by like January 6th or 9th. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one per person, per app user. And uh, you just take note that the location services must be enabled on your device in order to participate. I think this is a very cool promotion. That is a cool promotion. It's, it's uh, sort of uh, out of the box. No pun intended. Is there a pun? Oh, Jack in the Box. Jack the Box. All right. But yes. I'm not going to file it because I feel like no one else is here. And if a tree falls in the forest, do others hear it? Nope. Okay. Uh, Well, anyway, take advantage of that if you find yourself stalled and uh, waiting and delayed at an airport. Miley Cyrus. Now, we talk about her a decent amount on this show. And recently we've been, I guess, every once in a while checking in on her relationship. She's been in and out of them throughout this entire second half of the year. Uh, And now it seems like she's doing (laughs) truly the unthinkable Starting a band with her boyfriend Cody Simpson. Hmm. Has anyone asked for this? Not, not I. What is Co- Cody Simpson? Was like a Disney star. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he was. I don't even. His music's not good. I've never even heard his music. I I couldn't even hum a tune. It's normal pop. Is I think. I mean, considering Miley Cyrus is decent. Yeah. Well, her company filed legal documents requesting ownership of the name Bandit and Bardot, which is rumored to be the name her and Cody have chosen for their band. Which is also the name we're going with after Kevin and Bean. Bandit and Bardot. The Bandit and Bardot show. And to further spread the speculation, Bandit and Bardot now has an Instagram account that so happens to follow two people, Cody Simpson and President Barack Obama. No, it's Miley Cyrus is the second one. Earlier this month, Cody teased his upcoming album. He has a solo, but he also hinted to a collaboration with Miley in the future. Sounds like it could be coming sooner than later. He said, working on a project at the moment and recording throughout the holidays, we should have an album out next year. Wow. Do do we need all that? I don't think we do. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, it's not realistic. No. It's just not realistic. I There is no need where I've ever said Cody Simpson needs to be in a band no. with Miley Cyrus. No. Well, do you notice, Mugs, from your little room that we put you in so we don't have to smell you? Do you <laughs> notice that when we have a guest in... Recently, a lot. Mm-hmm. When we play a clip from like their comedy special or their music, they take off their headphones. Yes, it's been happening more and more lately. Bill Burr is Bill like Burr. the number one guy that does this. He will literally throw his headphones off and just look down in disgust. Yeah, and then it happened recently again. Someone was like, "I had, I couldn't listen to that. I'd take my headphones that was, off." Eliza, uh, Eliza Slashinger, yeah. right? Well, Adam Driver, okay, reportedly walked out of a recent NPR interview after he did not want to hear himself in a clip they were playing from the movie Marriage Story. Really? Yeah, the clip in question was when the character sings Being Alive from the musical Company. Great movie, by the way, Marriage Story. Don't watch it, Muggs. <laughs> uh, Danny Miller, Fresh Air's executive producer, confirmed that Adam left the interview while we were playing back a clip from the film, even though host Terry Gross and her team encouraged him to remove his headphones when the clips were being played back. Now, here's the thing. There are old interviews with Adam Driver where he explains that it's not a... Like uh, a preference to not hear himself. It is a legit quote unquote phobia. Really? So he left. And did he come back? No, he, he left. We don't understand why he left. Danny wrote in an email. We're looking. F- we were looking forward to the interview. Terry thinks he's a terrific actor. 
Adam spoke during his 2015 appearance on the show about why he prefers not to listen to himself. I don't want to hear the bad acting that probably has happened during the clip driver jokes at the time. I've watched myself or listened to myself before, then I always hate it. That's kind of a, you know, like a passive answer. But I have also seen things where he's like, oh, no, no, this isn't like a joke. Like, I'm not kidding around. Like wow. at all. Yeah. You know, I used to have the same problem on, on well, the radio Well, me too with your voice. Oh, how dare you. <laughs> but then I just accepted the fact that I, I was bad and I just No, you're very I got good. Used to it. But beyond that, like, I guess as someone whose voice is weird, I have a weird voice, I guess that I hear it and I go, oh, I do sound like Jim Henson has his hand up my butt. That's totally <laughs> fine. But I don't think that I would make a scene. Also, Terry Gross is a huge interviewer. Yeah. Out of everyone in the in like all of radio and television, she's like top five. That's crazy that okay, I, I get taking off your headphones or maybe even just leaving the studio. Really? To, I mean but yeah. to not come back is crazy. That is weird. Um, have you been seeing any of the Rise of the Skywalker reviews? Uh, not the reviews. Mm, okay. No. And they're pretty good. They're good? There are some people who are like, oh, it does a little too much fan, you know, like pandering. Yeah. Like, isn't, fa- by the way, copyright, fandering. Fandering. I own that now. I like that. Um, but don't you think that, like, that's kind of what people go see Star Wars movies for? Yeah. I'm still kind of excited for it. Somewhat, this is going to be helpful. Go on. <laughs> I don't know who. I think it was a director or producer said it's not it's not a good precedence that we're setting now listening to fan taking fan input. Oh, like the Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. thing? Yeah. It is weird that I could see a trailer and be like, mm, I don't want that guy to be white. And then like two months later, he's just like an Asian dude. I mean, it is cool that we could just change. It's like choose your own adventure. Right. I don't want Sonic to have that te- those teeth. Nope. All right, we'll change the teeth. I like that. Yeah. Well, some big birthdays today. A lot of them. Uh, Billie Eilish, who uh, I think without argument is the biggest K-Rock artist of the year. Yeah. Uh, Katie Holmes, Christina Aguilera, she's a singer and a judge on The Voice. Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones, Brad Pitt from, uh, what is your favorite Brad Pitt movie? I I would say Fight Club. I would say Seven. Yeah? Seven was great. I would say Seven. I think his most underrated, Burn After Reading. Really? Underrated Coen Brother. I've never seen that. i got to watch that. Underrated Coen Brother movie. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was really, really good. I, I haven't watched it yet that. because it was it came out the week my child was born, but I have it sitting on Blu-ray waiting for me. Please do. Unopened, as you know. Go watch it. Uh, Steven Spielberg, your favorite Spielberg movie? Uh, favorite Spielberg movie would have to be Schindler's List. No, I'm no, just kidding. No, that would seem very dark. <laughs> sorry. That would no, seem dark. Jurassic Park. That seems that's the right answer. I Jurassic think. Park. I'm I, sorry about the Schindler's List. Uh, well, I don't, who cares? Okay. Well, just us. No one's listening. Oh, that's right. Stone Cold Steve Austin, professional wrestler. Yeah. His real name is Stephen Williams. Stone Cold Stephen Williams, not as cool. What is he up to nowadays? I think he, he was a great podcast, and he has a he was working on a talk show, but I don't know if that went. I think it was just a pilot he's working on, and then he does a really cool WWE Network show. He does good interviews. I love him. It's he was fun. my he was my favorite wrestler. It is weird hearing him on the podcast be like, "Me undies." are really the thing you should be into because Stone Cold said so. It's like, all right, man. He's like, you ever need to make your own website? And then you hear a beer open. He has his own IPA, too. Does he? He does. It's called, like, Broke Skull or Skull Ranch or something. And happy birthday to DMX. Stop! Drop! Shut up down! Open up! Jump! Good morning, everyone. And that's what's going on. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. First, Kevin... You have a new hero. Well, you know, I'm not sure he's my hero. You know how um, you start, some things make you angry immediately, mm-hmm. and then it just escalates. Yeah. And somehow, partway in, you're not even you anymore. You've lost it. You're <laughs> going crazy, and you can't reel yourself back in. Okay. Yeah. There's a man in Ohio who called the police to complain about the police 
stealing his weed. Oh, no. Okay. So he's calling the police, and he's saying, you guys stole my weed. I want it back. Now, this is where? What state? Ohio. And, and is the problem there that weed is not legal yet in Ohio? That is correct. Okay, gotcha. He believes it is, however. But he, he calls the uh, police office and just starts talking. Sharonville Police, this is Cindy. Hi, I need to do a complaint about two Sharonville cops. They stole my weed last night. Okay, let me have you talk to a supervisor. All right. She knew. Right? Hello? <laughs> Hi, uh, is this a sheriff? This is Sergeant Mark Duddleson with the Sharonville Police. How can I help you? I had two cops come here last night and steal my weed, and I want it back. What's your first name? Yeah, I was I was staying at a hotel last night at the night at the time, and my wife had my weed in her purse, and the mother cops took it. It was only like four grams, but it was really good weed. Oh, and from what I know, no, sir, yes, sir. It was only. It was a small amount, but it was really, yeah, it was really potent. good. You didn't which, eat a lot. It, which explains his, uh, his, I think, justifiable outrage. <laughs> yeah, he's furious. And from what I know, 100 grams is cool, right? Or am I wrong? You are wrong. I'm wrong. What do you mean by that? You... Okay, now, is he done? Like, does he go, oh. Oh, oh whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it is yeah. illegal. I'm talking to the much. police now saying that I have yeah. weed, so yeah. maybe I should back off. Yeah. I, I stepped in and I should apologize and hang up the phone. Yeah. I'm wrong. What do you mean by that? Do you think it's cool? What, where did you get that information What, what are you from? talking about? 100 grams is legal. Am I wrong? No, it's not. What county is this? This is in Hamilton County. <laughs> Hamilton County, 100 grams is legal. 100% convinced he's, still. He's still, <laughs> still telling him. Who needs weed more than this guy? <laughs> Honestly, they should have let him have it. I mean, they should have brought it to him some. Here, take it, right? but get out of our, out of our college. It's not. I'm just here to tell you that it's not. What do you mean it's not, dude? Where have you been the past two months? I love it. Now he's mm-hmm. insulting. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, how, what's wrong with you? You're stupid. <laughs> I know I'm right here, dude. Don't try to fuck me like a dub. If you'd like to come down and file a complaint against these officers, you can do it in person. No, bullshit. I want my feedback. Oh, my gosh. Is this real? Yes, it's real. Oh, my gosh. It's real, and this dude is not backing down. And it happened at, like, 2.30 last night. Did they say any weed? Or I guarantee you they put it right in their pocket. Okay, well... Uh, Yo, what, man, I'll what? take this as far as you want to go. He's <laughs> <laughs> up to the <laughs> Right? He has quadrupled down I'm going to throw down with you in a second if you want me to. Good Lord! If you think you're going to f*** me around with this bull, dude, you're f***ing wrong. I'm just going to go over your f***ing head. I want uh, my mother weed back. Can you stop talking for a second? Okay. What? What hotel were you at? I don't know. Some hotel in He doesn't even know the hotel he was in. That's how good the weed was. (laughs) By the way, has this guy forgotten the part of the conversation where the officer told him it wasn't legal? (laughs) Yes, but he thinks the officer's dumb. Yeah. Okay. Where's he been the past two months? Where have you been? What's wrong with you? All right, so the the caller knows the law better than the police. Okay, gotcha. Yes. But I woke up in the morning. I asked my wife where my mother weed was, and she said the cops came and took it. So the police officers took it from your wife? Yeah. Okay, what's your wife's name? Hey, I'm not trying to get all this information out, man. I just Why want not? my feedback. <laughs> he doesn't want to snitch on himself, right? <laughs> what's your wife's? He won't give any information. No. What's your name? What hotel did you stay at? Yeah. What's your wife's name? Nothing. He's getting very close to Victor Fuentes' territory here, he by the way. Very close. Uh, too much information. <laughs> what's your wife's name? 
Uh, Marilyn Manson is my wife's name. <laughs> all right, now. Interesting. All right, question. Is this all fake? I don't think so. No, I think... Or that... is he able to be funny in that moment? No, I think he's just making up a name. like Marilyn being... Manson? Yeah. Because he doesn't want he doesn't to want get in trouble it. with the police. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't he's want to give them a like real Does he sound like he cares about getting in trouble with the police? He's talking well, to an idiot look, cop that doesn't understand the law. He's not making any sense here, Kevin. No. But, um, I, but I think he is trying not to get in trouble. Yeah. He wants to mouth off to the cop, but he doesn't want to actually end up giving them enough information to find him and arrest him. BT Dubs just looked up the ordinance. Mm -hmm. New ordinance allows people within the city of Cincinnati to freely possess 100 grams. (gasps) They will not be fined or charged with the crime. But is that technically his or is is it some sort of technicality that's not in his county? Uh, I looked up Hamilton County and this came up for Cincinnati. Well, I don't know. Are we For when? He has a point? Are we this thinking was, he's right and the cop is wrong? This story was June 13th of 2019. Where have you Where been the last been couple of months? Couple months. <laughs> oh my God, he's right! But when it passes, does it immediately go into law, or does it wait for, like, sometimes it, the next calendar year or whatever? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's... I'm just trying to figure out, like, I don't... if he's really right. It sounds like maybe he is. Sounds like someone's his drug dealer. <laughs> right? Either way. Okay. But cool. anyway, back to my point and why I called you for your help. How do you think it's possible that you call me and be completely unreasonable and then I can't have a conversation with you and you expect any kind of result? I'm not trying to be unreasonable to you. Okay, what's your wife's name? Answer me the simple question. Watch your wife, Did man. any Sharonville cops turn in any weed last night? Okay, so he does have mm-hmm. a very specific point, which is they took mm-hmm. the weed, but he doesn't think they turned it in. No, it's in their pocket. They just stole yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So did anyone turn it in? As if this guy's going to be he able to... He has an angle. Yeah, yeah, he does, yeah. They I didn't. Mean... They took my weed and they stuck it in their <laughs> pockets. Yeah, but anyway, I can tell this is a losing situation. <laughs> just now. Just now you can tell. <laughs> just click. Right now he's like, you know what? I don't feel like this is going anywhere. Not working. I might have to bail. I just want you to look into it. Last night, 2.30, there were two cops here that stole my weed. You know, and that's it. You have a good evening, sir. Thank you. All right. Hangs up. Now, question. Yeah. He didn't see the cops. He just asked his wife. Yeah, his wife smoked all that. His wife was high as hell, right? Hey, babe, where's my weed? Uh, Uh, Cops took it? uh, Cops? Cops? Cops, I also ate all the Doritos in the house. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We've got a brand new Bean Makes This Guest that is Disney-related. Hit it, Steve. Bean Makes This Guest, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bean Makes This Guest, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just want to tell ya. I am 
the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for Remix's guess. Yes. We can uh, switch up some of the sound I'm sorry, that Omar provided. Uh, Those seem good. I'd appreciate Burr. it. Disney not only has an amazing uh, series of uh, theme parks around the world, but let's face it, they own the movie business, don't they? Everything they make, uh, especially with the acquisition of uh, uh, Pixar, those movies are classics that are handed down from generation to generation. They never go out of style. Every Disney movie you go to, again, Pixar included, there are moments, though, where you are devastated at how sad the action is up on the screen. They are tearjerkers. They usually turn around at the end, but there are sad, sad moments. Yeah. And that is what Bean Makes This Guess is about today. What is the saddest Disney movie of all time? Nice. The wow. saddest Disney movie of all time. You get a point for being in the top 10. I have the top 17. That's how many are ranked awesome. in this list. All right. So think about going to a Disney or Pixar movie and crying your little eyes out before things turn around. Kevin, as we do historically, you are the first up. Biodome. <laughs> I don't think. I don't believe. <laughs> maybe, it's 18, a, maybe it's 18. I don't 19th. think that's a, a Disney movie at all. Mm. Agree uh, to I, disagree. I'm sorry. Okay. Beer mug. I bet you, you with your uh, with your young daughter, you've probably seen some of these. Which, oh yeah. Uh, which okay. one comes to mind as being the saddest? I'm gonna go ahead and say Bambi. Bambi is number three on oh, the list. Nice yeah. Yes. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but bad things happen in Bambi's world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of those. Look, that's one that sticks with you forever. Yeah, man. I mean, you see that as a little kid, and yeah. it, you, you still wince yeah. when you think about it as an adult. Killed Bambi's mom, man. Hey, what? I wasn't going to oh, hey. Sorry. Wow. Mugs. Sorry about Dude. that. Come on, man. All right, Allie, your first guess, please. A toy Story. Toy Story is not in the top what? 17. Uh, what? I am sorry to say. This is sad movies. Sad movies. Huh. You yes. didn't ball like a baby at Toy Story? Apparently, the people who All made right. this wow. list did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Kevin, you're up. Freddie got fingered. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> great guess. What? Right? That's a great guess. Thank, Thank you. Must have been just outside That's the, Disney the list at their best. Here. I'm I gotta be sorry, honest. not Freddie got fingered. All right. All right, Muggs, this is a chance for you to take a commanding lead. What's up, Lion King. <laughs> Only number one, oh, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm talking about. And I guess the scene. Uh, uh, are we spoiling anything? Yeah, if you haven't Lion seen King? Lion King by now, god damn you. Really? Wow, take it easy, man. <laughs> okay. I mean, when uh, when Simba finds Mufasa, I'm just saying. It's yeah. A, it's a tough. It's a tearjerker. Tough, tough moment for anyone who's well, ever had a family. When Scar kills him. That that's too. Worse. Scar, yeah. 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 All dude. of it. Yeah. Bad dude. All right, Allie, you're up. Uh, is Old Yeller a Disney movie? I don't know if no, it I'm is. No, I'm just guessing. Um, that's not my is. guess. I was just asking if it was <laughs> a Disney movie. That was separate from this contest? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Not on the list, but... Uh, is Marley and Me a, a Disney movie? <laughs> can't keep doing that. <laughs> it's not how that works, Allie. You know, you know, I can't just ask questions when you're trying to guess. Shut up. You have a guess? <laughs> no. Disney, Pixar. Come on. Uh, uh, the Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo is number 10. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well done, yes. Finding Nemo, apparently the uh, apparently it opens with uh, Marlin losing his wife and their eggs to a barracuda, which is mm. why he is so incredibly protective no. over his surviving egg Nemo. Same. So, yeah. So, well done. You are on the board. Kevin, you're up next. Deuce Bigelow. Oh, you know what? Good one. Thank you. No. I'm sorry. This no is Deuce ridiculous. Bigelow. Ridiculous. My three-year-old loves Deuce Bigelow. You said this Bigelow. was a, a good list, Bean. <laughs> it is a good list, but somehow oh. Deuce Bigelow did not make it. Uh, Beerbuck. 
Let's, You're two for two so far, all right? right. Uh, let's go. Hi, Cinderella. When the stepsisters are I'm, bitches. I'm sorry. Number thirteen did oh. not make the top ten. Sorry, Allie. Um, Aladdin's kind of sad. No, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's you. You stop guessing. You've seen Disney movies, well, yeah, right? But Ellie? I'm thinking ones that I love, like Little Mermaid and all that. They're not sad. Not sad None right. of them are sad. All right, Kevin. Let's go around one more time. All right, Crank. Crank. <laughs> right? Isn't that right? the, like the meth movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keep no. going. Heart's gonna stop. I don't remember. I'm sorry. Uh, beer mug. Your final okay. guess, please. Let Let's go. Was up? No, that that's no. Is that Disney yeah? Pixar? Uh, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Number two, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Muggs. Did Muggs get one and two? Yes, he did. That's not cool. (laughs) The first few minutes of Up are daggers to the heart, you guys. Yeah. Daggers to the heart. Allie, your final guess. I guess I'm just not remembering what was Disney and what was Pixar and all that stuff put together. Well, they all are on the list. No, I I know. I'm not remembering what it was. So I will say anything with Jigsaw. (laughs) (laughs) And the Saw franchise. Yeah, (laughs) anything with Saw. No, I'm sorry. Here's your okay. top 10 uh, saddest Disney movie on BBX's guest. Finding Nemo was number 10. The Hunchback of Notre Dame was number nine. Man, they did horrible things to the Hunchback, man. Uh, number eight, Allie, you're on the right track. Toy Story 2. Well, I just said Toy Story. That doesn't, just, but you can't have them all. different movie. Oh, Toy see, Story I just is made it as movie. an umbrella. You can't pick a whole series. <laughs> okay, then Toy Story 4. <laughs> Um, Game's done, over. We're done okay, guessing. Okay. Toy Story 2, especially when uh, Jesse is abandoned, being stuck in a box, waiting to complete the Woody's Roundup set. It's a real tearjerker. Number seven was Inside Out. Remember? Bing Bong, Riley's imaginary friend who liked to play oh, until the day she didn't right. need him anymore. Number six was Coco. Every time you oh, hear that song. Oh, my gosh. How did I forget Coco? Every time you hear that song, Remember Me, you start oh, crying. Oh, oh. Allie's in love with the Coco. That's what I've heard. Wow. Number five, Toy Story 3. Okay. When Woody See, and Buzz, this isn't fair. I just it meant is all fair. You don't, get all of, I, you don't get all of them. Just should have. No. When the rest, what happens to the toys when Andy goes off to college? Bad things. Number four, I'm kind of surprised nobody thought of this because it has recently been remade. Dumbo. Oh. Baby of mine, don't you cry with Dumbo's mom so, singing to her from jail. Remember yeah, that? So sad. Uh, by the way, I believe Beer Mug got number three, Bambi, number mm-hmm. two, Up, and number one, The Lion King. Yeah, that's nice, ridiculous. Muggs. So Muggs is the winner. Allie is a big loser. Yeah. This has been, and Kevin was just Kevin, this has been <laughs> Bean Makes His Guess. Bean Makes His Guess, yeah. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Are you serious? Are you serious? K-R-O-Q. How did this get started with Smash Mouth and All-Star? Uh, well, a Guess about a week ago, we played an official EDM remix that Smash Mouth put out for All Star on its 20th anniversary. It's mm-hmm. one of our favorite songs of all time here on the Kevin and Bean Show. We love it. Uh, actually, uh, Beer Mug, if you want to play it to remind people, uh, the EDM dance remix. Hey now, you're an All Star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. That um, only that works. Yeah. Wait for the beat drop. Yeah, come on, man. Okay, now. Okay. So uh, that got us thinking, are there other covers of Smash Mouth's All-Star? Because there should be. And so we looked it up, and we found about three or four, and we went, that's enough for a break. And then I went home, and I found... Bit of a deep dive. 14. (laughs) 
<laughs> I found oh, 14 decent covers to play. Okay. Of Smash so these, Mouth some also. of these aren't super crappy. No. Okay. Some of these are good. Uh, Bean found one on his own. Postmodern jukebox. Uh, this is sort of a scat version of sorts. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a question, but let's Jazzy, play it. Yeah. You make your you make your mind up. It's a cool place, and it only gets colder. You bundled up now, wait until you get older. But the media man begs to differ, judging by the hole in the satellite picture. The ice sweet sky, it's getting pretty thin. The water's getting warm, so you might as well swim. My world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it, and I never get bored. Hey now, you're an outsider. Get your game on, go okay. I mean I, I don't I don't need it. <laughs> So him sending out Agreed. that him sending out that YouTube link got me to just I just found a version after version, including a metal cover, Ooh. and this one is sort of a very vocal version of metal, but it's pretty dope. Guys, this is one of the greatest songs of all time. Please give I mean, it some it respect. Is. It is. Sorry, uh, our bad. And then Bean brought up the other day how someone, I think it was during one of our meetings, how someone took the second beat out of uh, the song. I hate this so much. So bizarre. Every, this is yes. so weird. Every second beat of All Star has been taken out, and it now sounds like please, a polka please version. Don't. Please don't. It's pointless. Here it is. Hey, But it's not it's not so much the focus theme theme. It that makes me anxious. Like that physically does something to me where I get there's something wrong. I get freaked out. Okay, then let's bring the mood down with a sad cover. Uh, this is just a bum out version of All Star. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all star and get your game on go play. What's happening? Don't ever question what I'm doing. I gotta be honest. It sort of works. Yeah, I like it. I mean, they're all they all kind of they work. Sort of work. If it's a good song in general, you can do it in any format. Well, did you say jazz? Did anyone I didn't say, say jazz? Okay. No, no well, one said I'm jazz. Saying jazz. Here it is. Hey now, all star, get your game on, go play. Hey now. Rock star, get the show on, get paid. All that glitters is gold. All right, not, not, any, not any style. Shouts to Richard Cheese. That's not him. But <laughs> I was going to say, he's going to be furious gonna be that furious. we play that. Uh, you have a punk rock version? <laughs> That's just, just a straight terrible. up punk rock yeah, run? Yeah, please. Sure. Okay, Again, reminding you, I have 14 of these. Uh, the next hey, one. Let me, yeah. let me ask you this is a serious question. If you Jesse, want to stop, you... genius, go ahead. Right? Yeah. What's no, happening? No, since you went on the deep dive yesterday, I'm sure you have thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. What is it about Smash Mouth's All-Star that makes so many people want to cover it? I think one reason is that obviously it has a sort of niche, jokey, meme aspect to it, right? right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because it's such a positive song. It's like, it's basically being like, everybody party, everybody party. It's just like saying it over. And I think <laughs> that was 
Oh, <laughs> that was great. We <laughs> need to make a song. Everybody <laughs> party. Everybody party. I think that's the thing about it, though, is that there is a reason why people find it somewhat it's infectious. It's a little cheesy, but it's also infectious. Yeah, both. Even if annoying. Right. Yeah, like, And it has a good message, obviously. It's not, you know, it's not a bad thing. And I think also it's in Shrek. and <laughs> There's that, that. That makes people laugh. Uh, okay. This is a love ballad. Hey, now you're an all-star. Get your game on. This is yours? Yep, this is mine. I like the harmonies. It's kind of beautiful. I mean, it sort of works. I like it. Uh, Well, this one doesn't. This is a lounge cover, and I don't think this one's very good. Oh, they can go to hell. Again, I found 14. 14 covers. And I didn't even spend that much how time. Long? I was going to say, how long did you uh, spend? 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorites. The death metal version is just awesome. <laughs> I couldn't love this more. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure how you know what song it is. but I mean, it's all star to me. That's fantastic. Okay, these last two. The first one is a little confusing to me, but I figured it out after watching it a bit. This is called inverted lyrics. So basically, each line is said backwards, but not Why? the not the full. <laughs> Why? Wait, not what? <laughs> but not the full song. It's just each line is backwards. Okay. So hey, now you're an all star. Star all, and you know it, it goes that way for I'm each with, line. I'm with the guy that said why. Well, I have your answer. Play go, ungame your dead. Star all in your now. All right, I've been. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why now, would someone do that? Now, you might think that's the best one I found. Yeah, because it's, it is. It's not. Oh. I found a religious version of Hey Now You're an All-Star called Pray Now. Pray now, you said. Pray now, only God is listening. Praise wow. Jesus. Ah. Praise Jesus. Am I bad but... if I love this one? <laughs> More than anything. <laughs> your praise... new ringtone, Kevin. <laughs> praise Smash Mouth, please. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Got this email from HR about the appropriate dress attire. While we have a relaxed dress code, it is important to remember that we interact with clients and coworkers in other departments. Mm-hmm. She goes on to say, while jeans, longer sh- uh, shorts, and T-shirts are okay, please refrain from wearing short shorts, crop tops, and revealing clothes. Kevin. And i just like to say, let's not put that all in a negative category. Right? <laughs> right. It's not all bad, Or right? at least in the morning hours you can wear that stuff. Right. And then maybe like a 930 Change into something more appropriate. I can get out of my crop top? Yeah. <laughs> who's, um, uh, who's wearing um, Showtime Lakers-style short shorts, by the way? That's Reno 911 shorts. Yes. <laughs> who's wearing those? <laughs> um, thank God jeans and shorts and T-shirts are okay, by the way. Believe me, it has not escaped me how lucky we are to have the kind of job where you could be as casual as that at work. But how, how much further... 
away from that are people that she has to write this memo. Well, I mean, the memo ends with her saying, if you are uncertain if your attire is work appropriate, please feel free to check with your supervisor. That sounds like a hot job. (laughs) That's basically a modeling job. Like, that's like, come come on in. Am I hot or not? Come on in. Remember that TV show? Yeah, you look hot as hell. With a laser pointer? That is not hot. Move on. Also, something to think about. Um... This has obviously been discussed for a while. Mm-hmm. Yes. For them before it gets to, to memo stage. Before yeah. it gets to a memo stage. So what exactly has been going on behind the scenes? I need to know. And is it one person that this is directed to? They just Great don't want question. to tell that person? Or is it multiple people we've with had, multiple right? We've had Karina on the line for about uh, five minutes. Oh, for oh, we can ask her? Yes. Oh, great. Oh, good. She's the person to ask. Yes. Hey, Karina. Good morning. Let me just say, by the way, that Karina is about the best employee that we have here at K-Rock. She's, Everybody, she's the most efficient. Oh, she's the most efficient, yeah. the smartest, the sweetest. Everybody loves Karina. That's why <laughs> we, we want to know why you're you're pooping on our parade here. <laughs> we we want to know why you're putting out such mean memos, Why you got to be the man all of a sudden? <laughs> what uh, what happened? What led to this, uh, this email going out company-wide last week, Karina? I mean, Ali touched on it, and that's exactly it. Um... There were multiple complaints over the past couple weeks. I mean, it's been summer. It's been really hot. So some of the people at work have decided it's okay to, you know, just wear whatever they feel is mm-hmm. comfortable. Right. And um, So far, so good. Go taken, ahead. <laughs> so, a lot of people have taken notice. <laughs> uh, who is the whistleblower? Tell me now. <laughs> oh, there, there are so many people. It's not oh, even just one. Really? <laughs> oh. Are you yeah, telling me so, that people go to a literally they go come into your office and they say I'm uncomfortable by how hot somebody is in that work? Honestly, I work. the I person think, next to me too hot. Karina? I don't think they're wording it as too hot. You Karina, guys. I've yeah. set up a meeting with you because I am too horny. <laughs> I mean, really, multiple people, Karina? Yeah. Wow. wow. Is Are there multiple people who are the problem? Oh, good question. Yes. Oh. Yeah. oh. She says yes because she can't say no, so, of course. No, well, also, I have that email in my drafts for days, right? Mm-hmm. Every day that I was going to send that email, I'd bump into someone in the halls who was wearing a crop top or some short shorts. So I didn't want to send it that day because I knew that person. Oh, right. Oh, I see. Right. 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 I right. saw Karina by the bathroom. Right. <laughs> Oh wow! She's checking everybody's clothing. Well, so I, I Karina, until one day, <laughs> uh, one day it was really hot, so I put on my Daisy Dukes and then just a, a bikini top. But maybe when I was spraying myself with water walking down the hall, was that too a much? Too far. Yeah. Okay. With an okay. intern holding a fan on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yelling, so that was too much. You were okay. yelling charity car wash outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was just <laughs> eating a burger, yeah. and letting yeah. it drip Super down my weird. face. Yeah. Okay, All I right. can see that. Specifics. Who what's is wrong it? With, what's wrong with crop tops? By the way, what's the problem with crop tops? Too much boob. Oh, it's stomach. I mean, too much too. stomach? Yeah. I don't have a problem with it personally, but people have, you know, brought it up. I mean, but we would like to say that we're in favor of it. <laughs> yes. If, I don't, we were never asked about this before the <laughs> yeah, was there a email vote went that out. We missed, no I vote. think they're asking. We'd like to vote no. that that's fine. We By want, the way, yeah. that's, a, that's a great idea. Why does one or two, why do one or two people get to come in and change the dress code for the whole company? We should put a, make it a company vote, and then we can decide at K-Rock whether we're okay with crop tops yeah, snitches get stitches. Karina, um, can, I, can I ask you a question? Were these, were these complaints coming from women? Actually, women and men. Both. Wow. Because oh. if oh. they were coming from women, it would be short shorts, right? It would be short shorts, yeah. and um, I don't like her flat tummy so much. And total haters. Yeah, yeah. Haters. 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 Mm. But men also. Look, you guys are going to think I'm a caveman here. 
I just can't imagine a man complaining that a woman is wearing too little. Well, I just can't imagine that. Well, if he's that. got a constant boner and he's trying to go on a sales call, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> See, Karina knows. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. He is an actor, a director, a singer, a host, a show business professional with a career that goes back 40 years, you guys. And if I may say, a smile that just lights up the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Alfonso <laughs> Ribeiro joins us in studio yeah. here on K-Rock. Right Alfonso. now, the audience can't see the smile, but it's still here. Yeah, it's, it's still here. <laughs> Let me tell you guys something about Alfonso and why I was so excited. to. When Be, we maybe found too out, excited. I, seriously, when we found out we had the opportunity to have you on to talk about your new season of your game show, Catch-21, I said, oh my God, we have to have Alfonso on, and here's why. Because very few people in this world create instant happiness when Aww. they walk into a room. When people meet you, and I'm sure this is your experience all the time— People are never not happy to see Alfonso Ribeiro show up at a place, right? It, it typically does. You're, you're absolutely right. It, typically, I get the automatic, like, hey! <laughs> yes! You know, it just, the, the voice. Like? Tell uh, us what that's like. Well, it's, 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 it's life, I guess. Okay. But, um, you know, let me share my wisdom. Please. No. Um, <laughs> I just, you know what? It, I think, like, for me, I'm a happy person. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I live my life to the fullest. I am a you know, glass half full kind of guy. And so I just walk through life going, I recognize how lucky I am. And I don't forget that. I just kind of go, you know what? I'm able to do what I love to do. What do you do on days when you're super bummed? I don't go out. You don't go out. <laughs> <laughs> this way, nobody gets to not see it. Nobody uh, gets bummed, right. <laughs> yeah, you know. Just Ali, tell me tonight. if I'm wrong. You know who Alfonso reminds me of? Is a young Mr. T. Because Mr. T is exactly oh, same, the same way. Oh, the he is. same yeah. attitude. Yes, but super I'm positive. Fool. Oh, yeah, but you wow. do have 500 gold chains wow. on right now. No, yeah, so that, much. That, that does make down. it easier weighing to see it. Yeah. Did not expect that. Yeah, I now, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> when I said that you have a 40-year career, I guess I didn't realize you were you were in show business at like eight, right? Yes, eight years old. So I just turned 48. So yes. That's insane. Um, this month, start, starting this month, was uh, my 40th anniversary. I did a... Uh, a PBS TV series called Oye Willie in New York at eight. What'd you do as an eight-year-old on that show? Well, it was a. I played uh, this character uh, Pee Wee, as it just makes total sense <laughs> that oh, I you played weren't old man yes, Alfonso. Uh, no, I was uh, I was Pee Wee at eight. Um, the the the. The, the interesting story is that I went for the audition for the lead character's best friend, and I was so much shorter than him that it was like, this will never work as this guy being your best friend, because on camera... He like if you make a two shot, it just like it's just not a two shot. Okay. It's, it's a full you're body barely, shot you're with there. me down here and him up there. <laughs> but they were like, this kid has such great energy and he's good, and so let's just create a role for him. And so they wow. created a role called Pee Wee, and I and they hired me to to be on there. And I just you know I did all thirteen episodes, and Your it was fantastic. Your first ever role was created for created you because for they me. just dug you. Yeah, they were like, we like this kid. Let's let's wow. let's give it to him. What's now, that like? did, so, did, <laughs> did your parents see? something in you and push you towards show business or did you go to them and say mom and dad I need to entertain I you know what I was always just entertaining mm-hmm. and my parents saw it and said we need, we to, need to do to this cash in on this well, dude. well yeah. actually my my aunt my dad's sister was on a show some of us old enough would remember this but a, uh, a show called laughing oh, yeah. um, oh my god yeah. in the 60s Legendary. and 70s and yeah. she was a dancer on laughing oh. my grandfather on my dad's side was a calypso singer called Lord Hummingbird and he traveled awesome. the world yeah, as a calypso singer. So, so this was like my dad grew up 
seeing Lord both his dad and his sister yeah. both entertainers, and my mom actually has the most most angelic voice. I've ever heard. This if she, seems like there's too much could, good in your could, family. Yeah. If she could come out of her shell, if she came out of her shell as a young woman, she would have absolutely been a recording star. But wow. she just literally, her shadow yeah, scares she, her. Oh, so, I thought you were going to say she lived know, in the shadow of Lord Hummingbird. What, which, <laughs> which we all do, really. We all yeah. do. Did Lord Hummingbird <laughs> insist you called him Lord? No, okay, no. It right. was just Grandpa. Okay. Um, How did you end up on Broadway at the age of 12? Well, there was a, the, the, the show actually put out auditions, you know, the, the, the casting call for it and I didn't know how to tap dance so you know they were like we were like well we're not gonna go in for this so our agents was like hey put you in on this we were like well we don't tap dance why are we gonna go in let's not waste our time then they couldn't find any kids so they put the word out to the actual grade schools in New York in the area looking for kids and the principal at my school was like we've got a kid we think would be great we didn't even know that it was the same thing and Weird. went down for the audition. They were like, well, can you dance? I was like, um, no, I don't tap dance. Well, can you just show us some moves? We'll put on some music. And I just started dancing. They were like, we think we could teach you. What? And, that and is, so and that's it. This is the most and charmed <laughs> career I've ever heard of. It's absurd. And so they taught me how to tap dance. You auditioned for the easy. tap dance kid, yes. and you didn't know how to didn't tap, tap dance, dance, and they said, you're in. If you're I find in. out that he got Fresh Prince by walking into the wrong room, this is over. <laughs> I can't stand his luck. Well, I will say this. You know, the luck almost turned because when I did get the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, Warren Littlefield, the then yeah. incoming president of NBC, was like, after we did the pilot... I don't like this kid. Is that Let's right? recast Is him. that the first time that's ever happened to you? Pretty much. <laughs> yes. It was yeah. the it was the first real negative. Um <laughs> no, but like he went to recast and they actually put out casting. They did, they brought people in. The luckily the executive producers and Will and uh Debbie Allen, who was the, the director of the pilot. And you had already worked with Quincy Jones in the past, right? I had not worked with him, but yeah, I knew, knew him, him yeah. right. I was friends with Will. Everybody kept saying, We're gonna we gotta go through this process, but we still believe in you. You. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then after we did the sixth episode, Warren Littlefield came on set and he said, I'm so happy that I got this wrong. Okay. Because okay, and I right. didn't push because you, you've done you've done a great right. job yeah. and did and, and Viv yeah. say there's no way we're recasting anyone on the show. <laughs> did Lord really? Hummingbird make why, a call? Why are you going there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was too we, much. We cool. Why no, <laughs> it was not okay. Don't don't mess up a I'm happy home. Really upset <laughs> okay? that I did before, that. Before we take a break, uh, true true or false? So you become a star on Broadway with the tap dance kid and you catch the attention of Michael Jackson because he became a fan of your dancing? Well, it was a combination of him seeing, well, he hadn't seen me on Broadway, but he had seen the commercials. Mm -hmm. The director of the Pepsi commercial, Bob Giraldi, I had worked with doing a different commercial. Okay. It was the Church of Latter-day Saints, Mormon church commercial I did. Mm. And then the M Michael Jackson's choreographer, Michael Peters, directed the commercial for the Tap Dance Kid. Okay. And both of them said to Michael and to Pepsi, we got a kid. That would be perfect for this commercial. Unbelievable. And they both basically said he my does name. It again. And he then called me up and just offered me the job. I was Alfonso Ribeiro that... strikes again. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I've been auditioning my whole life. <laughs> All right. We have to take a break. Alfonso Ribeiro is here. The show, by the way, we will, we will get to, I promise, yes. is coming back on the Game Show Network. Uh, Alfonso is back uh, hosting Catch 21, which is a lot of fun. More with our guests right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. 
Every bit of my excitement and anticipation is paying off right now with our guest in studio. Oh, Alfonso Ribeiro is here on the Kevin <laughs> I wasn't Bean excited show. enough to have Alfonso. <laughs> See? Now, now you know, right? Now, now I know. Now feel now bad. You know. now we weren't feel... as excited as Bean. What is wrong with y'all? We made fun of him. Tired. No, we were excited. But yeah. no, Bean was not excited enough. Level. Bean was the next level. And we were like, dude, calm down. And now we need to step it up. Bean asked us to put roses on the floor for you to walk on. And I was like, he's cool, but he's not like that cool. Yeah, no, no, no. That would have been awkward. That would have been awkward. By the way. Very awkward. And what a voice. Alfonso has. Right? I, I sound like such a weenie Me too. on the radio with him. <laughs> Alfonso, um, in your 40-year career, as we discussed in the last segment, you, it seems like you, you do hosting and directing now, but you no longer act. How come? You know, I, here's an interesting thing. So the imagine this for a second, and this is, this is a longer story to a quick answer, but doing a role like Carlton on The Fresh Prince, I did it so well that people basically said, you're never allowed to act again. That's all we want That's from you. That's who you are. Right? right? That's who you are. Mm-hmm. Because you did this role so well, you were so good, you're done. Don't most actors fight that, though, and try to get another angle going? Well, yeah, but some people get typecast. Some people uh, yeah, don't. Of course. Right? Right. But of the course. ones who do, imagine the painful experience that, wow, I shouldn't have been so good. Yeah. I would have a career. Yeah. What's that like? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, are exceptions. there are certain exceptions, like like Henry Winkler, obviously, is a perfect that's example. That's a rarity. Right. But, I can throw, but that's a rarity. I'll yeah. throw right. Urkel at you. Or, or yeah, people, right. yeah, or Small right. Wonder. Right. People, right. Where, yeah. where it's just so difficult to get back in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Once and you're so, Gilligan, you can only be Gilligan. Did you say Small Wonder? Yeah, like man. Vicky? No one, you didn't see Vicky again. She was a robot. And it wasn't because she nailed being a robot. She was good as hell, man. Man. Yes, she was. <laughs> and I will just leave it at that. Right. Let's not ignore um, Beans Gilligan yes. reference, if you don't mind. <laughs> and, then, and then once, so now forever, I wasn't just, they just now simply just, wouldn't cast Now me, you're Carlton. Right? Yeah. And now I'm living the life as this role, angry at this, at the idea that acting. I'm more than this. Right? Yeah. This literally stopped me from being creative. And then I found directing. And then I found Hosting. Yeah. And once I did Dancing with the Stars and one, ABC came to me and said, what do you want to do? Oh. Right? So, you know, do we want to build a TV show, a sitcom? What do you want to do? And I said, I've spent so many years trying to get the world to know that my name is Alfonso Ribeiro sure. and not, not Carlton, Carlton Banks. <laughs> yeah. That I was like, I don't want to act. At that moment, I was like, I want to do AFE. I want to do a show where I can be myself. I can allow whoever I am to come through to America and build me as an individual and not a character. Well, you transition (laughs) nicely into hosting on uh, one of America's biggest reality shows, America's Funniest Home Videos. And you are back on the Game Show Network with a show that you hosted previously and has just been retooled and is back now on the Game Show Network called Catch 21. And it looks like a super lot of fun for you to host. It is. It's a, a, you know, I enjoyed it um, incredibly. Like the first time around, uh, we did five seasons and it was just a blast to do it. Um, it's it's utilizing a whole different part of my brain when I'm when I'm doing this. And most people will never see the amount of work that I have to actually do because I've got to make the episode, make sure that it gets to time. Right. right. So I'm spreading each episode until I know that I can then get fast and do the, the final act to make sure the episode is long enough because it's a card game where... We deal cards to three contestants. Right. Right. Then to, to get the control of the next card, they have to answer a question. Right. Well, the first person could have a ace, 
get the question right, and a king show up. And they're done. And they're done. Game the game round's over, over freeze, right? Yeah. Oh, and that could you. happen three rounds in a row, yeah. and now you've got a seven-minute episode. you yeah. got to start rigging this. Right? So now you're you're, <laughs> no? you're having to talk. No, we have standards and practices. Okay, okay. Um, you, just, no. <laughs> you just got to dance. You just got to right? start tapping. But we start, I start having, so I'm doing the math for every person. I saw an episode, I'm not sure if it was a new one or whatever. I right. saw an episode where the teacher had an el- loved elephants or whatever that was, that guy. And he went for it at the very end of the show yeah. when he needed a six specifically. Against right. all and I odds. was thinking like, that's an 8% chance of yeah. getting that. Right. Do you do that in your head and go... I- I don't, to... I don't do the, 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 the percentages. You don't. But, I, but what I'm doing is I know how many sixes have you been played. You do know there's only yeah. four sixes in right. the deck. I know what's yeah. been played. Right. right. So I'm constantly keeping tabs on every card that's come out. Is there only out. one deck? Well, the old then it's version. Easy to count. The, the old, old version, version, there was one deck until you got to the final round. This time ah. around, we have a new deck shuffled and cut every round. Ah. I oh, got you. That makes sense. So it makes it harder. It also makes it where... You get a really good player who knows the math and knows how to count cards. That person has a huge advantage over the next person. And then you guys like yeah. break so his hand with a hammer, right? The playing field a little bit. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, you gotta take him to the back and yeah, knock him yeah. Out. Hey, man, I saw that you noted you counted that was a third six. And how did you know that? Was coming? <laughs> By the way, the guy that I saw um, hit the six. That's what he needed in one twenty-five thousand right, dollars. That yeah. was crazy to me. But I was like, happens. don't do it. What's wrong with? Oh, great! It, it happens. It happens again. It does several times wow. on on uh, on this season. Only uh, one card would work you know, for that. Yes. Jensen, do we have time to play your tape? I, I think, mean, it's up to you, man. I think I want to. I know we're running a little bit late, Let's but Alfonso, it. we came up with I some found tape a yesterday. tape online okay. that's great. That I'm so excited about, and, and we want you to hear a little bit of it and get your take. All right. Telmac presents Alfonso Rivero. Yeah. Hi. You know, I wasn't born a dancer. I learned to do it with a lot of help. And with my help, you can learn, too. It's all right here in the Breaking and Popping book. The Breaking and Popping book. How old are you? Listen, How old are you, Alfonso? I was, I was twelve. I, I was twelve. It. It's so good. Okay, and and the funniest part of that to me always is, I'm in that commercial, not dancing. It's <laughs> my brothers. Oh really? Oh, no. It's my what? brothers what? doing all those moves. Uh, I could I could pop a little bit, yeah. right? But all that break dancing. I not you. Anything. No way. Oh, There's I a dude know. straight up windmilling. Yeah, that's your brother. That's my brother. That was my brother. Ricky You're a front, sir. Doing doing the windmills, and I'm that's like, amazing. It, yes. oh, it no, wasn't it was... even his cardboard on the ground. <laughs> no. Another no. stroke of luck by Alfonso Rivero. Damn him. Let's hear a little bit more. Sold like seven boxes. Oh, okay. It wasn't, it, you know. Listen, Hang on a sec. In a few minutes, you could be doing backspins that will flip out your friends. If you're my brother. I pop and moves like the centipede. And tell mom and dad, it's the safe way to break and pop. It's the safe way to it's break and pop. Safe, could, you do, yes. could you do the centipede, so Alfonso? Yes. No, I could do the centipede. Okay. okay. I the centipede. Centipede. Cool. That right. was easy, though. That was, that's like, that's easy. <laughs> that's one of one. Big you finish know. coming and up. I, I, think can, you, I can pop, but the windmills I, and all no, those no, real brother, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I was Tough like, a, I can do a bad backspin, right? It okay. was like, but yeah, I, that's, that's the funny part of all this. Plus, you get the right kind of music. Due to incredible demand, COD orders are impossible. Give your mom or dad order one now. Impossible. COD orders are impossible. Wow. Thanks for asking. That though. can't be real. <laughs> that can't be real. That is real. That's they said the that. Yeah. Pulled wow. it directly from the thing. And it's funny because wow. you're like, they sold seven of them. <laughs> yeah. They were like, two popular the CODs. It is, yeah, listen. Marketing. Marketing. Marketing 101. I love it. Tell them how All great right. this is. America's, uh, America's Funniest Home Videos on ABC. Alfonso, you have uh, brightened up our whole day. American Thank you so Dancer, much for coming by. Great to meet you, Love sir. being with you guys. Thank Bye-bye. you. Appreciate it. 
It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. 35-year-old Mickey Polk of Killen, Alabama, got on the uh, radar of the Limestone County Sheriff's Office there when it was reported to them that he not only had an attack squirrel that he was keeping as a pet. An attack squirrel. But the attack squirrel was all hopped up on meth. And the police, uh, understandably, uh, did not like hearing about that. That is uh, animal cruelty and also could be uh, dangerous for many people involved. So they showed up at his house. They brought some guys and knocked down the door and were expecting to find him and his squirrel. Right. He wasn't there. And after they left, here's the Facebook uh, post he put up. Uh, Tammy King executed a search warrant at a residence I used to live at. I'm not on the lease. I don't live there. And I wasn't present during the search. They found someone else in the home. Not me. And they were charged with possession of drugs. What they did find, though, was the squirrel. He had left his squirrel behind while he was doing other things. His squirrel, by the way, is named Dee's Nuts. I think that's an important <laughs> important <laughs> detail in the story. So Dee's Nuts was there. So the police, thinking this is the attack squirrel, they released him. They put him out into the wo- into the wilderness. And he's like, my meth is in there. <laughs> so he puts up that Facebook video and uh, continues talking about, uh, and you'll hear how he got his squirrel back, continues talking about uh, the other events of that day. He's just a baby. He's only, he's only 10 and a half months old. He is an asshole. He's a mean motherfucker, <laughs> no doubt. But he's, he's not a trained attack squirrel. He, and he's not on meth, I'm pretty sure. Better not find out he's on meth anyway. I better not find out <laughs> he's right. on meth. Like, how else is he getting meth if he's not getting it from you? I'll be very angry at that squirrel. <laughs> so apparently the squirrel is an asshole. But don't uh, don't paint it with a drug brush, because that's not what's happening Oh, here. my God. That's strong. <laughs> I pulled up. He'd never been outside before, so he was in the top of a tree just screaming. I pulled up and whistled. He jumped his little ass right on my shoulder and came right along with me. So the squirrel is safe, y'all. So Mickey was reunited with his squirrel who is not on meth. And you'd like to think that there's a happy ending in this story. But instead, what happened was he was wanted on multiple felony offenses as well. The squirrel? No, Mickey Pog. And the police saw him and they engineered a high-speed chase. And he rammed into an investigator's vehicle, ended up getting arrested, Still had the squirrel with him, by the way, during the chase. They let the squirrel out again, and now Mickey's in jail, separated from his beloved squirrel. So I don't know how this is going to end, but I hope Dee's Nuts finds a new home because he's not equipped to live in the, out in the wilderness. I got a home for Dee's Nuts. <laughs> I bet you do. Here's a uh, crazy story out of a North Carolina. Stephanie Carol Kirchhoff always checks the washer and dryer to make sure that none of her three cats have climbed inside. Well, almost always... Last week, after fetching clothes for a load of laundry, she shut the door without thinking. She set the the machine up to express wash, warm water, cold rinse, and walked away 45 minutes later when the cycle was done. She noticed the clothes were still dripping wet. She was about to just shut the door again when she saw a single white paw sticking out from the wet laundry. 
Her cat, you guys, had been in an entire wash cycle of laundry. Oh. But how clean was that cat? Very clean. Her right. one her one year old Felix had found his way into the machine. By the way, she should just keep her washer and dryer closed when she's not using it, right? That is what pretty much everyone does. Yes. Uh, she took Felix out of the machine, called her father, who raced uh, them to the Animal Emergency Referral Center, and uh, he had lost his vision and had pneumonia for the amount of water in his lungs, but he survived and is doing better now. He can see again, and he has started eating, but he is still on oxygen. Kevin, you've had some experience yeah. at the vet. Yep, yep. What, do you think, uh, what do you think that uh, treatment has cost so far? How long well, Felix was... is still in the vet. How long? Oh. Uh, this has been probably about a week. I'm going to say about ten grand. Seven thousand dollars. Absurd! Wow. How expensive that $7, is. Seven thousand dollars. Yep. She says I'm going to do everything I can to make sure he gets well. It's the least I can do for him. This uh, terrible event is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. She's uh, started a GoFundMe for uh, for little Felix. But the good news is it looks like he is going to be fine. Although he is still an auction. That must have been a terrifying moment for her to realize that her cat had gone through the wash cycle. Here's a story out of England, which is, may require me to do my accent. Yes. Nesting seagulls kept a couple hostage in their own home for six days. Oh. By attacking them every time they tried to leave their house. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Can you imagine that? You no. walk, you open your door and a seagull comes and attacks your head. Roy and Brenda Picard, 71, say they were constantly confronted by two squawking adult seagulls uh, after they took up residence on their roof. Mr. Picard was once so viciously attacked that he ended up with a bloody head wound that needed hospital treatment. Holy crap. Speaking about how difficult it has been to complete simple tasks while stranded inside, Mr. Picard said, The whole thing has been terrible. I've not been able to go out my front door. If I try to get out the door, the two birds are right there and I've got no chance. It's genuinely frightening. He also added, my wife isn't well or very mobile at the moment, so we're relying on me to get us out. How do how the accent get worse? <laughs> I don't know. Started pretty good. <laughs> not I bad. Really not don't. bad. Started at a 10 and at the end of that story was a 4. They do have a garage, by the way, that they can get to through the kitchen, so they're able to get out, but they can't get out to close the garage door, so they oh just have gosh. to leave it open. So it's a, it's a terrible, terrible mess with those seagulls. I guess what happened, the thinking is that maybe they have laid eggs somewhere. They're protecting them. And they're protecting their yeah. eggs anytime they see anything. And uh, finally, I, uh, I I think, Allie, you will agree that I, uh, I'm i fairly woke when it comes to treating women, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> you would say that is true. Wow. Look, who was the first one on this show to stand up and say that women should be allowed to go topless if they want to on the beach? Yeah, that, that was, was you. That was I you. I said mm-hmm. that, right? I, yeah. I've often said that if women don't want to wear clothes, they shouldn't have to wear clothes. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of in that same area because the Carolina waterfowl rescue caused a mild hubbub on social media last week. When they made a request for used bras. So women have been taking their bras and donating them to the waterfowl rescue. How? The waterfowl rescue. That guy's just a perv. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, how big are those waterfowl's jugs? Well, let me tell you what they're using them for. They rescue all sorts of animals from pigs to owls to possums. But their most frequent customers are turtles. They rescue anywhere from three to 40 turtles a week, depending on the season. And a lot of times it's because they've been hit by cars. But there are other ways that turtles can get chewed on by dogs. They can get run over by lawnmowers. And what happens is they crack their shells. So they're asking for these used bras. They don't need the bra. They need the clasps in the bras that they use to to weld the turtles' cracked shells back together. How about that? They glued the the shells back together. 
hold them together with wire, which is then hooked onto a bra clasp to stay put. And that allows the shell to grow back together until the turtles are healthy enough to be released back into the wild. Are we short on turtles? Well, I think you don't want to just let a turtle die because his shell is cracked, Kevin. So what I'm saying is, ladies, Mm -hmm. do it for the turtles. (laughs) Take off your bras. Put them in the mail to the Carolina Waterfowl Rescue and take care of these beloved animals, will you? I support you, ladies. I support you. And this has been Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, um, we're a little bit nervous about the segment. Yeah, you I mean, should I'm, be. I'm broke. You should be, you pervert. <laughs> what happened? You know how I always say uh, people are watching you right now on your on your computer. They're looking mm-hmm. at you through that camera. Whatever you're doing in your home, they are watching. And you exaggerate that, of course. I don't. Um, just put a little cover on that. Put a sticker. I have one that you can slide open, like if you're going to do a FaceTime like chat. Like a peephole. That... Yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, so always have it covered. And here's just one reason why. Sextortion cases are on the rise, you guys. People are being targeted by this one specific scam that Bean knows a lot about. Here's the thing. <laughs> you open up an email and it's from someone you don't know that says, listen, I've got all your passwords. I've got your Facebook account. Sometimes they'll show you your Facebook friends list. Mm-hmm. And then they say, I don't want to have to send this video that I have obtained of you watching pornographic materials, maybe touching yourself, but I got the video. I recorded you. I have the video. I will send it to these people unless... You send me some Bitcoin. Here's where you send it, and it's over. And they do Bitcoin because it's untraceable. Absolutely. You can't follow who it goes to. The email that I got threatened to send the uh, video. Not that there is a video because there wouldn't be a video. (laughs) Right, right, right. No no video. (laughs) If there were, they were going to send it to every every contact in my email. Yes. Everybody. That's your bosses, your coworkers, your church friends, your wife. I could not look my church friends in the face. You couldn't. You couldn't. Here's... Or you could. Or it's pretty impressive. <laughs> Get a load of this. Walking into church, everybody's looking at me going... That's high praise. Were they doing finger guns? <laughs> they were. That's exactly like it. what it was. I like Excellent. it. Excellent. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, you guys. Um, this is a scam. It's a scam. What? It's a scam? It's a I paid scam. 600 I mean, uh, somebody must Whoa. have paid and shouldn't. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. Uh, the company's researchers have analyzed more than 7 million email addresses impacted by the sextortion case in the first half of 2019 alone. Whoa. Guess how much they have sent in Bitcoin? I mean, who could have fallen for this? 1.5 million dollars. What? In just the first half of 2019 Uh, alone. How many payments in the first half of 2019? I mean, every month, just they, they take it out of my account on the 17th. But um, a million and a half dollars. So this yeah. is not only a scam, this is a scam that is working. Yeah. Well, it's basically a spray and pay spray and pray attack you just send this out and usually it's bot sending it right so they've got all of these emails they just send it out and hope someone's been wanking in front of their computer screen Mm -hmm. and a lot of them now also say i know you're having an affair i have and then they'll again show your email addresses everything Mm -hmm. what oh you got that one yeah oh what did you get no i just got um you're we're gonna publish your affair oh my and that was via email it's deleted yeah 
And did it have any details? Not really. Because it was I, just a, it was really general, and it was very much a phishing scheme. And it was oh, like, okay, sure. no, I'm not. Yeah. Because I have a friend who got a letter in the mail without Ooh. a stamp on it, which means that they, they put it, it in the mailbox, and it it was very specific as far as like I saw you on this street with this, and it was all fake. It's all made up, and it, it when just you a look, lot of specifics yeah, so that it, you buy it because of the neighborhood. Yeah. But you look closer, and you could tell it's just like a form letter. But it, it had some, you know, Yikes. had streets on it and had his name on it and stuff. So Ugh. I can see why people would fall for that. Oh, people that like oh, don't sure. that are having don't an know affair? that this kind of scam happens. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that are having an affair or wanking? Sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing one or the other. <laughs> Sometimes at the same time. I do, I do remember. I'm, I'm just trying to think back of some of the details in the email that I got. I, I did like Kevin and just uh, deleted it. But yeah. I, I do remember that they said, you know, this is not a negotiation. Even If you even respond to this email, I'll just go ahead and put it out. That ends the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, I'll release the video if you even write me back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so, uh, what kind of video do you have? Is that what people are sending back? Like, explain in give detail. Give me some details. Like, uh, exactly. which, which kink did you find? <laughs> Tell me. So do, what's I your a, advice? do I have a tattoo what? on my back? <laughs> <laughs> what are we? Uh, what are we learning here, Allie? Is just just ignore them. They're, they're all saying, scams, right? Uh, not only are they all scams, they're saying if you get one, just delete it. Do not open any attachments mm-hmm. because there's malware all over them. You open it, then your your that email address is sent to everyone else that's trying to scam you, as well as you're going to be laced with malware. What about the news report that came out a couple weeks ago that said there were 200 million email accounts in this sextortion attack? Mm-hmm. Are you on the list? I almost, I almost, I saw that and I thought, oh, they Same. just want you to put in your email address and <laughs> no. now you are yep. on the list. It says yep. check if your email yep. list, is, is, your email list is here. And I was like, no. No, no thanks. That's a scam Don't right even there. do it. Don't that's even do it. The internet is full of neat stuff. <laughs> well, it's it's fishing defense specialists, Cofence. They're the ones that yeah. have, have looked, said there's it 200 million real. email addresses. And they do have a, a place where if you're being targeted, click here. And if you don't hmm. know if you're being targeted, click here, put in your email address, and we'll hmm. let you know if you're I on know this list. I know we're hmm. saying this. Yeah. But I, to be honest, one time responded to an email, and I got $200 million from the Prince of Nigeria. You did? Yeah. You're so the one? I did it, yeah. Oh, wow. So I right. do know. Well, I thought that was, sometimes, sometimes it it's works. right. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Sometimes How about right. that internet? Isn't that crazy? It really is. It's my favorite part of the show when they have the crazies on. I know. I feel so guilty for laughing, but it is so funny. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. It is the Kevin and Bean Show on the world-famous K-Rock 106.7 coming up on 9.39. Uh, guys, it's the one-two punch of Jensen and Beer Mug Woo! holding down the holiday fort. Yeah. Uh, and it's time for What's Happening. There's Amelia Earhart. There's Susan B. Anthony. There's Billie Jean King. And now... There's 25-year-old Fallon Sherrock. Amazing. She entered the history books on Tuesday when she became the first woman to beat a man in the world championship match of... Darts. She won in darts. Uh, She came uh, in a comeback to seal a victory against Ted Evitz, who I saw a video of. He's kind of like a cool young dude. Yeah. And he's got like this cool dart shirt on. That's what I mean. It's like he's wearing kind of like a Hawaiian shirt, yeah. stepping on my territory. Like lightning bolts. Uh, it's a professional darts corporation event in London, 
And she said, I'm absolutely over the moon. I can't believe I just made history. The PDC Men's Championship always features 96 players, and there are always two spots for women. She will now move on to the second round of the championship where she will face off against the 11 seed, Menser Sulvich, mm-hmm. Sulvich yeah. on Saturday, and we'll be rooting her on. Now, the big story here is what happens at these dart events. When I imagined it, six people at a pub. Right. That's exactly what I imagined. That is not the case. No. It is massive. There are thousands of people there. And here's the call of the championship. Unless Ted Evans takes out his highest finish of the match, Fallon Sherrick is one dart away from the second round of the World Championship. So we're on the end of history. 36 left for Fallon Sherrick. Game. And Fallon Sherrick smashes the glass ceiling. Unbelievable. Yeah. Listen to people like sing chanting. I love darts. Darts is great. Um, Well, congratulations to her. I'm really rooting her on against Mensur because I do like the name Mensur much yeah. like we like Gleb. Like it's I don't Gleb. even know much about the sport. I just know that person should win. What about Rush Balloon? Oh my God, Rush Balloon the other day, another name, <laughs> but that was of a felon. <laughs> that was a criminal, Rush Balloon. <laughs> I'm not rooting Rush Balloon on. Um, I suffer from obsessive compulsive disorder, and I've been that way since I was about 12 years old and taking medicine, and and it's gone away mostly. A couple people emailed me trying to learn more about what I took. It's called Luvox. Luvox. And uh, it's basically over the last three years now just made me sort of a more calm person when it comes to obsessive thoughts. But a few things have stuck around. One of them is glitter. I don't like it. I think it's I think it's awful. I thought it was an okay Mariah Carey movie. Nope, I'm, that is not that is oh. not one. I'm talking about actual physical glitter. Okay. Small specks of, you know, magic or whatever they want to say. Very <laughs> shimmery. Uh, I hate it. I think it sticks around your house for months. I think it uh, when people have it on their face, I'm like, this is never going away. <laughs> You're just living with it now. Uh, well, I am very excited to introduce you to a man named Victor Alvarez, who is a chemical engineer who used to work at Mercedes-Benz and is now selling a brand new eco-friendly alternative to glitter because discarded glitter is too tiny. It's too tiny to collect. Yeah. It ends up in rivers, oceans, lakes, and basically everywhere you look. And so Alvarez's company... Today Glitter is selling a biodegradable version of it. Uh, while conventional glitter is made from polyester film coated with color, you see Bio Glitter is made with regenerative cellulose sourced from primarily eucalyptus. So it'll, it'll, it will biodegrade in how, how long? Okay, so 87% will biodegrade within 28 days, while his sparkle line is 92% plastic-free, which we know is good. And he also has a, another line called the Glitter Pure line, and that's even uh, with less plastic. He's a and good dude. He's a very good dude. And he supplies this bio-glitter not only to people like you and I who want to throw it at people at New Year's. He also does it uh, for uh, cosmetics companies because so many lipsticks and... There's a patent on this. He's put a patent on it. If not, I just gave it to everybody. Can I? Yeah. I want to say something about. I, I love the whole movement about saving the animals, yes. saving the earth. I love Mother Earth. Well, I, I feel like there's a butt coming. I don't. I don't litter. I mm. throw things away. I try mm, to but, be conscious. But but Uh-oh. I cannot stand paper straws. They are bad. They're something weird about them. When I'm drinking. Any kind of liquid from it, it doesn't feel right. He don't give an F about nothing. Um, yes, I agree with you. And I also feel as if I would trade, uh, you know, like a dead seahorse for better straws. Yeah. I agree with you, but it does seem that we're in the minority. Uh, yeah. At, at 
at the coffee bean near my house, though, they still give out the normal straw. Yeah, there's a lot of spots that do, and it's because I thought that wasn't that a Calif or a, a Los Angeles. Yes, them? but I think you have to ask for it. <clears throat> yeah, it's like you're getting the illegal contraband out the back. Yo, I'll meet you out the back. Give yeah, me a straw. Give me those plastic straws. Oh man. yeah, dog. I gotta get a straw. I'm dying. I'm fiending for a straw. <laughs> uh, you want to feel old? Sure. The Simpsons turned 30 yesterday. Wow. 30 years The Simpsons has been on the air. Unreal. I highly doubt there are many uh, millennials that even know the origin of The Simpsons coming out of the Tracy Ullman show. Uh, People just sort of, I'm sure, just think it's a show that's been on now. I also don't think the ratings are super high. At one point, it was a pop culture juggernaut. Yeah. It ruled the world. Absolutely. I did a Bart Simpson impression, which should not be shocking based on my normal voice. Oh, can we hear it? Uh, Well, I don't know if I still do it. Hold on. Don't ever. Nope. Hold on. Don't ever. Nope. <laughs> don't ever. Nope. Don't do it anymore. <laughs> it's a very hard way to realize. I don't oh, know. But it's like it's like Carabanga, but it's not that. That's Ray Romano. <laughs> oh, <laughs> eat my shorts, man. I did a good impression of Bart Simpson oh, as a kid. I don't know where it went. That is awesome. Eat my short. Uh, nope. That's also not it. That was Billy Bob Thornton. Um, all right. It turned thirty yesterday. Executive producer James L. Brooks was among the people who paid tribute to the show uh, online on Twitter. He said, Nostalgia is slapping me around today. The 30th anniversary of the first Simpsons show. Uh, he said, Sam Simon, Matt Groening, and David Silverman one, will once more gather with me as I remember random key early moments word for word and wish for a retroactive group hug. Um, 30 years, man. Your favorite Simpsons moment. Do you have one? Favorite Simpsons moment? Or episode. Oh, my gosh. Um, yes, when... The moment when everybody was running out of Krusty Land. Yes. Like, because there's like panic oh, or something. Uh, when, Westworld. Where yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The animatronics yeah, are coming come to life. Yes. And you know the nerdy, like, acne yes, teenager acne character teen. is like, sure. please stamp your hand for re entry <laughs> as everyone's running out. Please that stamp. is very good. Uh, I remember one where Marge and Homer wake up in a forest, or I don't forget why they're there, but they wake up in a forest and they're like, oh, thank God no one can see us or something. And then you hear like a bunch of thumping and someone and Homer's like, oh, no, the lupus run. <laughs> and as they're as the last person to run by is Nelson. And he goes, ha ha, fight lupus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good joke. Also, the monorail is my favorite episode, which I think is everyone's favorite episode. So good. I was just at uh, we were just at Universal Studios for our company holiday party. It's got a good ride. I pretty much spent the whole time in um, Simpsons land. They uh, also sell a Bort license plate there. No. From that episode, from the Westworld. Bless uh, you. Yeah, from that episode. <laughs> uh, current Simpsons showrunner Al Jean, who's still there, unbelievable, gave fans an unattentional present from the show, confirming to BBC News this week that a new film starring the characters is a quote-unquote possibility and that the team has quote-unquote worked on it a little, which is not, I mean, not extremely promising. Yeah. But uh, it's a start. That That's... movie's very good. The Simpsons movie. The Simpsons movie. Way better than it should have been. How long? How much longer do you think they'll go? Oh, I, how long do people like being millionaires? Yeah. I mean, Good it point. truly is that these people are just printing money. And with Disney Plus. I know. And it's there. Fox is it. That was like, that sounded like sound like, like or, a, or Grandpa Simpson. Nope, no, I can't. Oh, I can't do it again. Hey, man, don't eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. Cowabunga. How did I used to do it? That's my question. I'm so far away from it now that there was no way I ever was good at it. Well, I'm glad you're not anymore. Eat my Hey, man. Nope. What was that? <laughs> hey, man, eat my shorts. I can listen to this all day. Carabanga. Wait. <clears throat> hey, dude, don't eat my shorts. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> also, oh my God. the fact that I'm going to get messed up with don't eat my shorts. <laughs> don't eat my he clearly wants you to eat his shorts. <laughs> not, so we don't. He's fine with it. He's fine with the shorts. He's actually encouraging you to do it. Don't have a cow, man. Uh, some big birthdays. Billie Eilish, the biggest star of 2019, in 18 my opinion. 18 today. 18, is she? Yep. All right. I'm scared that you knew that so quickly. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday to Steven Spielberg, Brad Pitt, Keith Richards, Katie Holmes, Christina Aguilera, Christmas icon DMX. You know Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! He's the man. Uh, also, something that's trending on Twitter that I wanted to get into here is that uh, it's Ashley Benson's birthday. Ashley Benson. She's an actress from Pretty Little Liars as well as Spring Breakers. Yeah. Okay. And I think she married Cara Delevingne recently. Uh, well, there's a video circulating on Twitter of the Olsen twins wishing her a happy birthday. It's very odd. And the Olsen really? twins have a very Twin Peaks vibe to them. They're like very, they look like they've lived maybe 300 years <laughs> yeah. and they have the wisdom of like every animal in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Such weird stuff going on with the Olsen twins. Uh, but this is the video that is posted for Ashley Benson. Happy birthday, Ashley. I hope this year is one of the best ones yet. We're sending Super you lots magical, of love. magical and can't wait to meet you soon. <laughs> Bye. I can't wait to meet you soon is the best. Hello, Danny. Uh, hello. Do you want to play with us? <laughs> hello. <laughs> also, it, it sound, I assume that the Olsen twins smell like a wet fur coat that's been smoking. <laughs> like, And the video 100% oh. proves that. Uh, but those are the birthdays for today. And also, on your drive home, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. It's a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers, and it's a good way to listen to music. Yep. None of those pesky commercials. None. By the way, uh, that's today. We'll see you tomorrow, and here are those pesky commercials. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.